I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets, all that and much more. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca wherever you get your podcasts. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. All right. So in the spirit of doing these short episodes, I've been thinking about how to explain and express spiral dynamics and how it's been helpful for me and my personal growth over what I would basically call a multi-part, multi-part series. Uh, I'm not sure of the timing of when all of these will come out, uh, but I want to kick this off by talking about a brief overview of what the system is and how it's been helpful to me. So spiral dynamics is something that was developed, the original model, which was just simply called levels of development or levels of human development, was created by Claire Graves in what I, be- I believe was the 1960s. I'm not positive. Um, somewhere in that range. Um, so the, the one of the reasons I'm talking about how this is related to me is because this is not... This is like a loose 10,000 foot view overview. I'm not going to get too in the weeds about the details and the specifics and the accuracies of like dates and stuff. That's never been my strength. Uh, What I want to share is the model has been created essentially through Claire Graves, who is a psychologist who has went around the country and asked a lot of different questions uh, about different people's experiences. And he realized that when he asked similar questions to varying people who were of seemingly healthy or unhealthy, you know, healthy or unhealthy states that he would get different answers and was starting to see patterns emerge of different sort of behavioral patterns of sorts of developmental patterns. And then noticing that one kind of led into the other, etc. And as far as we know, there are up to about eight, maybe nine, maybe even 10 levels. I think there have been, I, th- I think, I've seen a ninth level uh, example out there in the world um, and maybe one fictional example, but that's really it. Um, So Spiral Dynamics is the version of Claire Graves' work that has been translated by Don Beck and Christopher Cowan and gave it colors. So Claire Graves' name uh, had numbers associated with them. Then Don Beck and Christopher Cowan created the colors to help differentiate uh, both visually, like kind of what each 
number represents. Like the even numbers are more of an individual space of individual development. Uh, the even numbers are more about collective development. So, and then there's also integral theory or integral theory that is being developed by Ken Wilber, which is attempting to take this idea even further. So spiral dynamics is about, as it's said earlier, was uh, about the levels of human development and human development, both as an individual and then how a, you know, individuals emerge as a collective and how that affects society as a whole or humanity and humanity's development as a whole. So you can think of it as a human development space from being a baby and growing up and having varying life experiences or the dawn of man and how civilizations have developed over time. And so each of these levels represent sort of a logical shift. And I think that's why I like it is because there's a logic to it. There's a logical shift in terms of humanity's needs, almost like an equal opposite where like you kind of start from a primal survival space. And then because that's seemingly not working, you sort of shift to solve different problems into more of a family-based self-sacrifice space. And then you shift again into a uh, sacrifice isn't working, so you shift into a power dynamic place where you're more of a uh, use more physical strength and power, etc. There's kind of like a flip flop sort of mentality, and I think it's interesting to me because it illustrates within myself how when we're trying to figure out something logically or we have an experience and something's not working, our instinct as human beings is to try the opposite. Not necessarily literally the opposite, but maybe opposite and slightly adjacent, almost like one of those pendulums that are kind of moving in a, a circle, but it's still spinning back and forth. It kind of creates a mandala of sorts. And so for me, it's it's been an awareness to see people develop and see examples of this development and understand how that's that's reflected in me in in my own pendulum swinging when I need to let a circumstance play out. And then I can kind of make a shift and, and, you know, the new different idea sort of comes to mind. And so while it's the spiral visually usually is like a kind of a vertical look, vertical movement, a vertical idea. And there is kind of a hierarchy to it. The way I look at it is like the more the new levels that people go to, there's a new perception, there's a new ability to perceive. There's a greater sense of the world that you can take in, greater sense of reality, and you're able to perceive at greater detail. So there is certainly advantages to being at higher levels than lower levels, but there isn't necessarily a better or worse in terms of moralistically or anything like that. And so that kind of helped me to be a little bit more patient as well, to see that different people are living at different worldviews and different experiences, know different things, perceive different things. And it kind of helps me to be a little less judgy. And so I find that seeing these levels in terms of like that hierarchy and making, making sure that I know that it's not necessarily literally a hierarchy, that it's not that one person is better than the other in terms of a judgmental kind of way. It gives me that sense of peace, like I mentioned, that I can back off and, and not be so judgy. Uh, and then there's the other aspect of it, too, where there are people that aren't going to literally look like each other. 
within these systems. So within these levels, these levels are um, basically memes of each other. So in a way, you've got these different colors. You've got beige, purple, red, blue, orange, green, yellow, turquoise, and coral, as far as we know, the nine levels. I think teal is the 10th level. These colors are not necessarily people who are like, you know, four blue isn't just like Americans or, you know, countrymen, uh, but they're going to have different, be different people of varying circumstances that look similar to each other, but they're not quite the same. So when you look at a meme, like on the internet, for example, you can have the same picture of SpongeBob, but copied multiple times. And then people add something on top of it. You add a, a joke or an emotion or something to express what you express using that meme. And so if you strip away all of the details of what the memes are, it's just a picture of SpongeBob and it's all the same thing. So in a way, that's what Claire Graves noticed is that someone is two people could be seemingly very different people, but they have perhaps an absolutist state of mind where they believe in one God and um, their God is the right God and they have love of nation and their church or whatever. And so we'll get into those details as we get to each level, but basically illustrating the idea that there are people who are at similar levels to each other, even if they don't seemingly on the surface look like that. Right. So that to me is like super fascinating. And I've always loved spiral dynamics for that reason. So the big takeaway for me in learning spiral dynamics is that it's not necessarily about looking at the system and saying, Oh, I need to get to the top because the top may not necessarily be where you need to be that the best thing for you is to figure out and be humble about where your life experience is, right? So it's easy, really easy to look at it. And based on your personality, perhaps pick a level that you're like, oh, I'm that because that correlates with maybe a personality or an, or a self-awareness that I have of myself. But it's, it's, the, to have humility in looking at the system is to actually do yourself a service of being honest about where you are. And if you're not honest about where you are, then you might have trouble calibrating to your life circumstance. Sometimes that's a lot of where stress is for us is that we're trying to be somewhere else, but we're actually here. Like you're trying to be in seven yellow, but you're actually in five orange and you need to build your business first or figure out uh, a deconstruction from your previous religion or something like that. And there's a lot of work you need to do in those particular areas instead of trying to do the more ambitious work and get it, getting caught up in your ego of trying to be better than other people. Or maybe you see that seven yellow is like the smartest quote unquote uh, place. And you're like, Oh, I want to be there. And you know, it's okay to have ambition, but usually your life circumstances need to be played out for you to get to a certain level, like you get from one level to the next because the first level didn't work out for some reason. Like it just wasn't the circumstance that you could rest into. And some people can rest into a level. You can rest into a space and stay there for 30 years and be very happy there. Because if you are born in a country that fits your, your ethnocentricity, your religious values, 
Um, you have opportunity, you have community, you have a job, you have a pension, like, and everything's working out and you're getting your needs met and you're happy and you're healthy. You don't need to go anywhere else. You can settle. You can be where you are. But if life circumstances change, uh, you lose a friend, you go through a divorce, you have some circumstance that rocks your worldview, that changes your perception of reality, then life's going to start forcing you in a different direction or your mind is not going to buy into the space that you're in and start moving you in a different direction, starting that pendulum swing like I'm talking about. And so if that's the case, it's just this is this model is a way of letting that happen, of being aware of saying like, oh, OK, this is where I am. This is what's happening right now. And this is how I can kind of freely move. And you can also move up and down depending on your life circumstance, too. So if you need to go up um, to reach up a little bit to figure out uh, a new way of being temporarily or go back down because maybe you just lost a job and you need to scramble a little bit more. Right. So it's like the big thing, like I said, is about humility. It's like looking at the system and being able to say, okay, I'm, I'm probably here. And therefore that means that my circumstance equals this, or this is how I view people, or this is how I judge previous levels or future level, or I have some fear of future levels. And, or maybe what I'm consuming is holding me back in terms of my evolution, things like that. And I think it's just a really great way of measuring where you are and where you could be going. So I hope that makes sense as a little bit of an overview of what the system is and how it's been really helpful for me. I think that humility part has been the helpful part for me to realize where I am. I don't really want to say where I think I am because I don't want to start that uh, debate necessarily. That's for me. It's personal. So <clears throat> you can make all the guesses you want, <clears throat> but it's not about necessarily... Oh, and that's the last thing. These are not types. This is not a personality type. These are, this is movement. This is life circumstances and, you know, individual and collective circumstances. So if you're in a certain life circumstance and you're as an individual, you feel like you fit into this place, but you're surrounded by people who are in a different place, that's going to create stress. That's going to create dissonance, dissonance. And I think that's, um, that might be reason enough for you to decide, oh, okay, I need to get new friends <laughs> or I might need to move or something like that. So for me, I think that's, that's an interesting part. This is already proving to be like, it's going to be a long series, but I've already done another podcast episode introdu introducing spiral dynamics, personality hacker, great stuff, has great stuff about spiral dynamics. There's a <clears throat> YouTube channel called actualized.org that has great stuff around spiral dynamics he is also an ITP, he's said himself at least, and um, there's a lot of great detail that he goes into uh, around spiral dynamics. So if you don't want to hear me just ramble 10,000 foot view about it, um, you can go listen to those things and get into those details. But for now, this is the beginning. I have to go in and eat dinner, so I don't know when the next episodes are coming, but stay tuned, subscribe, like, share, all that fun stuff, and uh, happychemicals.org, we have courses and stuff available to check out there or a uh, email subscription for more things. So I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. Oh, and one last thing that occurred to me. There's a quote that I heard from Peter Tseng that was related to not preaching growth, but enabling or, or removing the obstacles in the way of growth. 
that I think we naturally are already growing as human beings. Like spiral dynamics, I think helps share and explain how we're naturally moving through the spiral, depending on our life circumstances. And sometimes we can get caught or stuck depending on our life circumstances or not enabling us to move forward or afraid of what's coming next. And usually growth isn't necessarily about like, you need to be disciplined, you need to be better. Like that kind of depends on the life circumstance. It's not about repression. It's not necessarily about denying or allowing yourself of anything. It's simply removing the obstacles to growth. So like I mentioned with maybe you're in a circumstance where you're surrounded by people who are not fitting your worldview or you don't jive with or vibe with or jive um, or, or uh, have any semblance of connection with, you know, you getting yourself out of those circumstances is going to be you removing the obstacles to growth. So I thought that was important to add. Anyway, catch you next time.